Hey guys, what's up? Good morning. It is Rick Wright here and welcome to my very, very first segment of Hair Tea, guys. I'm so, so excited that you guys are listening and tuning in. This is my very, very first podcast, guys. You guys have no idea how I am excited to get this ball rolling. I've been wanting to do this for about two years and here we are and I'm ready to rock and roll and I am actually super excited because I have Jennifer Hernandez in here with me and she's going to co-host with me today, guys, because, you know, I kind of sat here for a while and I was thinking, what can I talk about, right? Like, there's so many stories, so many things that are said here in my chair. And it's like, where do you even begin? And so I kind of had like this small conversation just really briefly with Jen. And I was telling her, like, this is what I want to do. And I just, you know, I want to get started. And randomly, I started talking about a particular client um, who was known as we called the side chick, right? So... Many of you guys know a side chick. Maybe you've even been a side chick. Maybe you're even dealing with a side chick, right? So I kind of want to like touch base on this because I think it's something that is so real. And it's not just to like call women side chick, right? There's side dudes. There's, right? It works on both ends. So I kind of want to share my story about this particular client, guys, that I had. And I no longer have her. She actually moved away out of town. About four years ago, she sat in my chair and it was just something that I observed and it just stuck out. And I just feel like that it's so real. And my main goal with doing my podcast, guys, is just to keep it raw, right? I want to be entertaining. I want to talk about things that you guys are really interested in, real life scenarios, real life things, not just like the juicy gossip, the drama, but I also want it to be very empowering and influencing for you guys. And and I think that we lack that a lot, right? Like we listen to the radio and we hear things that are like, an act and things that aren't real and and so I'm here to keep it real with you guys on hair tea and so is Jen and so I actually ended up talking with Jen about this and she chimed in was like hey you know what like let's do the segment on side chick and she has her own experience guys of being a side chick I do and, and I first of all I have to thank you for allow me to tell my story because it's not something I'm very proud of but since we're keeping it real I feel like this is our chance to actually use our platform as listeners of many stories people that sit in our chair and and just keep it real we're not naming names this is completely anonymous but it's scenarios that I think that everybody can relate to because we've all been in something of this nature in in different scenarios in my case I was a side chick I, I spent long years like almost a decade as a side chick, if you will. And and it's funny because you asked me earlier, you asked me a question like, how did I feel? Like, what did I think I was going to accomplish being in this relationship? And I honestly thought, it, I think a lot of women are, are think this too, that we're going to be the end game. And it's not always that way. And, and 110%, you really honestly catch feelings and you feel like you're not going to. I mean, I don't know your scenario with your client, but for the most part, Everybody's human and everybody wants that end game result of being the main number one girl. Why is it okay in society though, Rick? Do you think? You know, I I, I feel like that it deals with lack of 
um, people that are insecure, I think mm. just lack of that stability of just wanting, you know? So I feel like for some people, it's a wee- an easy way out. Yeah. Some people, you know, they might have had a bad relationship, but then they found something that they think could possibly be there, such as like a man that has money or a woman that is successful or a pretty woman at that, you know, that is giving them attention, just vice versa, guys. So remember, when we are saying side chick a lot, I want to make sure that you guys realize that we are really not just focusing just on women. Again, it can go either way. We just are calling this the side chick, you know. We deal with women 110% in our respected uh, industries. But going, going back to that, I honestly thought in this relationship that I was going to be the end game. In fact, this person that I was dating, quote unquote, was not honest with me in the beginning and then told me later on when I was kind of already hooked like in sinker. That's a thing. You, you really are manipulated into believing that you're something to these people. And when in fact, you're really just dispensable, you know, you, you have this throwaway factor about you. And I personally want to share this. I've always wanted to share this with women. I didn't have a platform before, but I really want women to know that you don't have to go through these feelings. I wasted a decade, like all of my thirties. I'm 41 now. And my takeaway, you know, is what lesson learned, like 110% lesson learned. And I keep saying that it's all about percentages because 80, 20, honey, you know how that goes. Exactly. (laughs) So, so here's the thing. So I want to, I want to kind of go back and I want to chat about my client, what I observed, right? So beautiful women, mid thirties, one child, and I constantly realize, of course, after establishing a relationship, right, like people open up and they share things. And, you know, it's funny because people like to call us like psychologists. And I really feel like that I am sometimes because sometimes people will come in through the door and they want to talk about things before I'm even deciding what to do with their hair. And I'm like, hold on, pause, like, let's focus on your hair first before I just take off and cut it all off. Right. So we don't want to do that. But her, I kind of noticed that she started opening up and and after man number one was married man number two was married man number three was married and man number four was married so then therefore i started realizing like she was the side chick right she She did and let me tell you she would come for your man girl no she would not yes she would she would come for your man she would hook him she would get it going she would she would do what it took and she would hook him but that's all it was was just a hook And so I felt like that she really felt like she was okay with being the side chick, right? But one thing that I noticed when she was sitting in my chair, she would pull up pictures of like men and and, or that she was the man that she was seeing at the time and say, oh, this is his wife. Oh, Oh, look. Yes. Oh, look, this is where they're at. They're on vacation. She had access. Yes. And I could see without her even realizing that she was really wanting to be that woman. But to her, she's like, I'm, I'm okay with having fun. I'm okay with having my purses and my heels and the nice dinners. But in the end, she really wasn't. Because let me tell you something. She was being consistent with only chasing married men. And it was really weird because I noticed also that she, like, if she would meet somebody that was single, she was, really wasn't about that person. And I was like, that's so odd. But it was like, if they, once they said that, that they were married... She was all for it. See, I have a comment on that. So when I only have the one scenario. I, one and done. I was, I was, lesson learned. But I think women that do that professionally, so to speak, quote unquote, are really honestly hiding their own feelings and, and getting 
that high from sneaking around and not having to commit to one person. You know, you're busy, you're working, you have kids. You, you think like, oh, well, I don't really have time either. So you make it okay and it justifies it. I mean, I don't know what her scenario was, but it sounds like she only went to people that were um, not committed and, and had that no tie situation. Yeah, and I would agree with you that on 100%. And I also think that it was um, a challenge. She was a challenge girl, right? Like, she wanted something. She was going for it. But here's the thing, guys. Side chick women never come out winning. Number one, it's true. When you meet somebody, whether it's a man or it's a woman, and they're in a relationship, you have to understand and think about their situation and how you met them. Right? So if they're in a relationship, more than likely... They'll do the same thing to you. If he does it to me, he'll do it to you. Exactly. Yeah, very true. And so, you know, and then I say that, but then I also think about, like, people in their younger younger years, yeah. such as myself or other people that I know, like, we were just having fun, you know, and then, but, but when you get in an actual commit relationship or you're married, I feel like, you know, people can change. So I'm not saying that you can't have a past and you cannot all of a sudden become committed oh. with the one. Absolutely, that's, that's you know, exactly where I'm at. Yes, so so I really want to get that clear too because I, I've, I've seen both happen. Right. Um, but again, with her, it was like a challenge and I feel like that is the thing with so many women. They automatically think, I'm going to be that woman that is going to change this man and I'm going to fulfill every need that he wants. And let me tell you what, you're not. No, you're not because this person that you're dealing with is a master manipulator nine times out of ten mm-hmm. and they want what they want from you. They want that gratification, whatever this person isn't providing for them, even if they create scenarios like, oh, I'm in a troubled relationship, I, I'm not happy. <clears throat> it's always something for them to justify what they're doing. They're always going to make the other person sound crazy. Oh, my wife's crazy. Don't listen to her. If she calls you, she's crazy. She did this, this, and this, this. She knows something about me that can get me in trouble at work. That's how she's keeping me here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard it all from this yeah. person. And it's a way to manipulate you into staying in the situation. So if they do that to you and they get away with it, they're going to learn to do that behavior over and over again. And it's up to you really to get yourself out of it. If you are, if you are addicted to that kind of relationship that... Um, well, I don't really have to commit to anybody. I can still be myself, still go with my girlfriends, still go get all my hair and nails and everything, purses or whatever, and I don't really have to actually lay down at night next to someone and be in a committed relationship, then you're going to be okay with it. But my point no, is... No, that's, that's a sugar daddy. That's a sugar daddy. No, honey, that's a whole nother podcast, whole girl. Podcast. That is called but a sugar daddy. Really? Or sugar, and you're a sugar baby. And you're a sugar baby. But, okay, <laughs> that, that is a, a whole other scenario. But that that is, it does kind of go coincide sometimes. Yeah, because, yeah. well, my ex, if you will, if I can call him that, provided me with a lot of different things, <clears throat> even as in my family. You know, he was helpful in certain things to always gain that trust and keep me in that inner circle and make me feel like I was a part of something, you know? That, that comes with manipulation, with master yeah, manipulation, like master just like manipulation. you said. It's, it's almost like an addiction for these people. They want to feel like I'm empowered. I got this person under my thumb. They're not leaving me. I can get whatever it is that they need. I can provide it. I'm alpha and omega. Well, honey... You have to really be a very diligent person 
to realize that you are alpha and omega of your own life. Mm-hmm. You are the one that is the caretaker of your feelings and your emotions. Absolutely. You know, and, and that's, I think, a role for us in the industry that we're in is to make people feel empowered. And that's what brings us to this. Yes, absolutely. This whole situation why we're here. That's now. why people are so open. I mean, people, you know, let me tell you what, in my chair, people are more honest with me than what they are their own therapist. Yeah. And they're going to see a therapist Pay and they're them. paying them. Why? And, you know, I mean, yeah, they're paying me, but they're paying me to perform a service on their hair. They're paying you to do their makeup, to do a service. But it's so crazy, like that comfort that you have. And and I don't know if it comes from like we also have, you know, we are one of the few people besides massage therapists, doctors, you know, hairstylists, hair, makeup. We have direct contact. We have direct contact yeah. with skin. We 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 put we're very hands on. So you have to have that comfort level, you know. And so I I just see like people will sit down and I can know them for like five minutes and I know their entire life okay. and they're just ready to open up because part of getting your hair done or getting your makeup done is wanting to feel beautiful, yes. wanting to feel accepted, wanting oh. to, you know, for some it's approval, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. So. Again, it just, you know, I know we, we, we're kind of jumping around here and there with this topic, but it all kind of coincides together. And my thing with being a side chick is that, you know, or side dude or whatever we want to call it, is that I see it happen so many times and I see so many women just settle for it. And then, you know, it's kind of hard too. it's been hard in my chair because when I hear this, I'm like, hey, you do realize that this man is married and he has a family and and granted the man is making the option to include this side chick and all this other things but it's like you're affecting a family and and let me go back to this client because when she finally got to the fourth one she thought that she was going you know again all this entire time she felt like she was a-okay with being the side chick but she really wasn't number two she finally was like who's gonna tell her me or you see I didn't go that far you didn't but a lot do yes and a lot of side people end up saying that because they're like you know what like I'm gonna get him and I'm gonna ruin that relationship and he's gonna come home with me and he's gonna stay with me and I don't even know what the percentage is but I can guarantee there's a higher percentage that they don't they end up staying with their wife or staying with their husband you know you contact them and they and guess what they end up like trying to work it out regardless they might have a shitload of problems whatever it is but at the end of the day they're not going to leave their spouse no no they're not and really honestly i find this this common thread with my clients and even myself in my situation men in, in power men that have money are are stable and feel empowered with that uh sort of financial stability are usually the ones that have the side chicks. Those are the ones that yeah. feel that they don't have any restraints. Really, they have they have the ability to pay to overwork. Empowered. Like, oh, I'm overworking. I'm always working, baby. That's why I can't do this or I can't commit to this. So they're not really committed to any relationship, even the woman at home and the side chick. They're just kind of floating in limbo, always at work, always busy, can't make time. But the little time that you do get with them, you're like, oh my god, this is amazing. And the wife probably feels that way too. You know, you're making me feel great about being with me because you're so busy all the time. 
Right. So you're giving me this this little slice of your life. And that goes back to the master manipulation. But don't you also think one thing that I observed, and, and again, this is no offense to any side chick that might be possibly listening, right, but, right. but no judgment. I think that sometimes for people, it's a project. Yeah. And it's they easy. can pick up on, you've never had designer stuff, you've never done traveling, mm-hmm. so you're real quick to be lured in of because course. that's all they have to do for you, Ooh. right? It's like, oh, this one, I got this one off the streets, but she's a real pretty girl, and she's young. She's got an amazing body. She doesn't know any better, but she's never had a Louis Vuitton bag. She's never had Gucci. She's never had this. She's never gone to a steakhouse. She doesn't, you know, so guess what happens? These young girls get lured in. Mm-hmm. I know somebody in the media right now, in San Antonio media, that is in the forefront oh, media. Oh, girl, we can't be saying nobody's name. Don't be, no don't be ruining my first podcast. I'm not going to be saying no <laughs> names, but I want to keep it juicy. I know someone in the media right now okay. that, that has had a successful career in San Antonio media. I think I know who you're talking about. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> you said chicka chicka wow. So, okay. She um, was brought up in, and put in, don't in say the forefront. I'm not going to say Okay, anymore. okay, okay. But I'm trying to not throw anybody under the bus during no, my podcast okay. at all because this is not what this is about. This but is a no that, but that is zone. there's no so, ju- but it, okay. Right. But it's a it's a very real scenario. Okay, and we're saying this is listen. We're saying things that people don't want to talk about. Right, that are very apprehensive. And again, our clients are our clients. They're golden to us. They're platinum. We do not share names. We do not share any personal information on here. Right. Um. But we we do know what is acceptable and social. Uh, acquaintances right now Absolutely. especially social media yeah why is it so acceptable to be the side chick and why are women we go back to songs like about with drake future all these rap guys sliding in the dm yeah get in the dm even though they know they're in a relationship thank you and we're making it as women and some men we're making it acceptable right. and what are we teaching our young women me included you talked what about this I, earlier with your yes. daughter what kind of acceptance is this for them? How, do I want this? Mm-hmm. Did my parents say, you know, hi, mom and dad. Did they say, hey, Jen, I want you to be a side chick and be taken care of and be a kept woman? No. They want me. They wanted me to go to college to make my own way. No. It, it's, it's no judgment. If that's how you do your thing and that's how you get your, fine. But I'm here to tell you, mija, nine times out of ten, it doesn't work out. No, it doesn't. You're wasting your time. And I wasted a decade. My whole 30s, honey. So let me ask you, did you know right away that you were going to be the side chick? Because I I feel like a lot of times people start off with this. I'm in a relationship, but right now we're having hard times and it's not, you know, I'm going to leave, but the kids or we're in a tricky situation. So how did it start off with you? Was it like that or did you know or did you not know? my naive ass started as a friendship. Okay. I'm friends with this person and I let my guard down knowing better. I don't befriend married men on the fly. Like I work with people that are married and I'm like, Hey, how are you? It's, we're having a cup of coffee and then it's over. I go my merry way. Right. This person and I had a text relationship, an emotional relationship. And he leaned on me for a lot of emotional support. And then it turned into Hey, I, can I come over? She's throwing things at me. She's abusive. She's, she ripped up my car. She did this to me. Oh, my God. Come over here. Let me help you. My, my wonderful friend. And then it turned into, 
I'm going to see the night and I you need see? The, you know and here you are you always manipulating manipulated of course I knew better but I wanted but to get you're... this man out of this relationship but if you started with a friendship that's yeah. kind of what friends do guy or girl you know you in your eyes you're like oh my god let me help you like yeah. are you okay I want to make sure that you're okay I got you I got your back and then it ended up turning into I don't want to be with this person anymore. I need to get out of it. And this is funny because <laughs> here's where the joke turns, honey. Where it's a joke. Okay. So, ha, no, ma'am. I uh, was at work one day. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm got, ready. Okay. I don't think you're ready for this. I'm not. And I got a phone call. This was maybe a year after, two years after we ended our relationship. And I got a phone call and the young lady's like, hey, this is me, so-and-so. Is this Jennifer? And do you know so-and-so? And I'm like, you know, the, the you lose your breath a little bit. Uh, you get that feeling that sucking. in there, I can't like, even imagine. Oh, my God. My stomach is in my colon. Uh-huh. I'm going to throw up. Literally. Literally. And she's went on and on to say, I have been in a relationship with him. I was there through his divorce. I have been there for him. And you, who are you to him? Well, honey, I'm the other side chick. Surprise! He had two of us on the side. Stop it. I was peas and she was corn. Bye. I, I like that. <laughs> Who was the ribeye? The wife. Bye. She was the main. The Y'all main. were the sites. We the Y'all sites. were the sites. The main bitch. The ma- okay. I'll on that one. That's another, That's another one. one. That's another We can't say that one. And but. <laughs> anyways. So, okay. Off subject. Uh, oh, yeah. So she, so she tells me, oh, and he says, the ultimate line, Rick. This man used this line on me 175 times a day. I deserve to be happy, and you are the one that makes me happy. I was sick. This girl repeated a line that this man had said to me over the course of about 10 years. Shut up. To me. And when she said it, my heart stopped. I couldn't believe that I was listening to quote unquote just amazing phrases and lines that this man had used on me no. that was part of a freaking script. Just reading out of a book that he wrote. Yeah. Just, he already has all the pages written. He and just reading it he to the same people over and over. You want to keep the situation going. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. And at the end of the day, I honestly, I, I don't keep up with him or I don't know anything about him, but I think he's married to her. Shut up. The side chick See? made it. You well, made it, girl. The marathon you made the one, the one out of what is it? Probably thirty, thirty hundred, <laughs> thirty or forty. 5, you got 5, it. Fifty thousand. Is it? Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. For Five. all. Yeah, no. But again. no. Fifty-five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> That's our our magic number, by the way. We'll Hello. we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But no, honestly, it's funny because I told Jen when I first wanted to do this particular segment, I said. I don't know what it's like to be a side chick or a side dude because I can't be one. Because when I hear a side chick, side dude, I hear killer. Like, that's it. Wait, what? Like, like I will kill, kill them? them? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I cannot. Like, I'm psycho. Like, I will not. I like, I won't be. I won't be the side person. That's no, for sure. Because no. I, I just don't have the. But, you know, I can see how it happens to people, yeah. you know, and I'm not. And, you know, and I really shouldn't say never because you never know. But no. like. I mean, because I, I have seen situations like yours and I've seen other situations where people really were vulnerable. I mean, there's a lot of vulnerable people out there. Like yes. they just, you know, I mean, we laugh about it. You and I are pretty smart. We're pretty intelligent. Yes. But there's a lot of people that are, I'm not going to say they're not smart or intelligent, but they're just very vulnerable. Vulnerable. You know, and very gullible. And then they're like, oh, okay, well, they believe anything and everything. Yeah. 
And and you know what? And that's sad. It's sad, but you also have friends like you. You were there for me during those trying mm-hmm. times. You know the whole situation. As yeah. In fact, we met right when that was happening. Yeah. And I was in the in the helm of it. And I was like, no, ma'am. And you kept telling me, no, you can't be doing this, girl. Your worth. Know you know what your worth. You, exactly. Know what you are. Don't be replying. Don't be. And you know. And I feel like it's like he knew how to get you at low moments. Yes. Or moments, you know, I mean, by then he already knew you. So he knew your weak, your weak moments, your weak everything. And, and, and again, we're not saying that those things are okay. And we're, and, and, you know, in these situations, it's truly sad for the married spouse. It is. It really is. Because think about what you're doing karmatically. You know, Mm -hmm. I believe in karma. What you put out there, you get back to Mm -hmm. hold. Honey, that's the truth. It is the truth. And. It's a it's a sad situation for people that have families. Um, this person didn't have a family at the time. That's a whole other podcast. It's a whole other podcast. A secret kid. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's it's a funny thing that you think it's me and him, but really there's another person and there's another whole party involved. And you never think about that person because this person that's manipulating you is making you think that that person is insane and they are just just crazy and they're going to come for you because they're so crazy and they're making me crazy. You know, I'm babe, I'm, I'm going crazy. I'm being abused. I'm being emotionally abused. I, I deserve to be happy. You make me happy. It goes back to that one line. Well, I have a question. So why do you think what triggers people because we all have triggers triggers is a huge word i've learned that a lot in my last couple years that triggers a real word whether it's cheating relapse whatever the case is what is it that you think triggers people to have a cheating situation and i think it's because they're lacking something from that relationship or maybe it's not even that right it can be them their past yes them and this person even their own insecurity exactly having multiple people makes them feel good i started doing some research on the side and and i wanted to you better give us those statistics right now (laughs) i mean tell you when i got into university i got to university um into my 30s and i took a psychology course and i'm not this is not dime store psychology no this is just me taking strains of what i've learned to kind of go into people's background a little bit it's a lot it's a scary thing a lot of men, and I'm just touching on men because that's what I know from my scenario, mm-hmm. that have mother issues, uh, issues with women. That Maybe is they true. were abusive. Maybe they had a mother that was too controlling or too invasive, or maybe they weren't invasive or didn't pay attention to them. That's so crazy that you say that because a lot of times when women tell me stories, that is the first thing that I always say. I'm like, sounds like they have mommy issues or they have daddy issues. Like yeah. with certain stories, that's the first thing I always say. So here so. you have on one end, you have a toxic person that has problems with their parental unit that's female. But then you have someone, and this isn't true for me because I have an amazing dad, but a lot of times women that gravitate towards men like that have an issue with their father. True. It's very, daddy very, issues. very alarming. Yes. It's a true. They're looking for that security. They're looking for that someone that's going to be a paternal backbone for them. Yeah. Without the um, without the commitment, it's very Freudian, right? Well, yes. And then here's the thing too, like that saying, like you can have a steak, but then you go and get a hot dog. 
Okay. You know, and it's true because I've seen people that have been cheated on and the wife is beautiful. Mm. The husband is very good looking. They're amazing. They're a full-time mom. They're everything under the star and the moons. And you're like, but, and then you see the other one night and day opposite. Yeah. Total opposite. Yeah. Blonde, brunette, you know, whatever the kid, young, old, like, I mean, it's crazy. It's really crazy when you see that. Pick to that heartstring that's bruised. Whomever is going to get infiltrate that wall that they have and pay that certain amount of attention is a very short window. But once you get into that window, if you're speaking from a side chick point of view and you play to this emotional bone for this person, boom, it's like a Venus flytrap. You're in. It's a predatorial like thing. It's very strange. And I, and once I was in it and I started to write things, I did a lot of journaling. And one day I will write a blog about it so that um, we continue this this thread. But when I started journaling and I noticed that a lot of the, the patterns were there. It was the same pattern over and over again. Mm-hmm. And, and um, incidentally, this person, every single woman that has been in their life has had an issue with their mother. The, the, the man's mother. Oh, so she that was like his prowl point. Yes. He had a, a woman in his life and she would fight with his mom all the time. And the mom even tried to get to me. Yes, the mom Mm-mm. knew about me. She knew about me and the and She the probably was jealous of you. Oh, absolutely. Because I she's... have, you know, a family. I have kids. And I was infiltrating something that she was kind of like a side chick. It's a very tormented situation. And a lot of these guys... Don't even realize that that's what they're doing. They're fulfilling something that is a void that will never be fulfilled because you can fill up uh, as many bowls as you want. Mm-hmm. But if you're not drinking any of the water, you're never going to get rid of the thirst. That's never. true. And there's some thirsty people out there. Honey, we know the thirst is real. <laughs> Very dehydrated. De- Very dehydrated. Honey, dehydration. Dehydration. Even though in San Antonio we're not, right now, guys, we got it's scorching out there. It's scorching. So I can Call only thrive. imagine how those thirsty people are feeling <laughs> right now. <laughs> Call Thrive. Call, Call Thrive. It. Call Thrive, guys. Y'all need that IV. Okay, get it. Thrive hydration, IV. guys. Please. So when you're feeling thirsty, you better get that IV bag going. Yes, seriously. Because you don't want to be a side chick. You don't. You guys, you don't. <laughs> want to be a side chick that's my thing and and you know and i and i finally you know kind of in conclusion guys i kind of like ended up telling her you know like i don't think that you're okay like one thing that i think like you know you always say like i'm okay like i'm just you know going with it it's fun we're just having fun but like when you're over analyzing and you're looking at photos and you're wishing you were and then when you go to the extent of reaching out to the other person And, you know, being a homewrecker and being all of those things, which, you know, I'm sure she probably appreciated knowing and she probably didn't. Because sometimes I feel like we talked about this very briefly about how a lot of women don't want to know. And even if you tell them, they will play a blind eye to it and act like, I don't don't believe you. (laughs) For real. For real. Not me, honey. You tell me. Tell me what's up. You better tell me A to Z. Because let's be real. There's San Antonio right now has a very high prevalence of STDs. Yeah, they and do. And if you are being played, I'm going to let you know, they're probably playing with other people because of yeah, the situation. Mm-hmm. And you need to take care of yourself. And there's no self-respect. No. Guys, have self-respect for yourself. You know, it's mm-hmm. just, that's what it boils down to. I, I feel like so many people settle for less. And it, it drives me up a wall because, like, some people, I want to shake them to death and be like, stop settling for less. Mm-hmm. This is, but... Not- 
it okay. doesn't it doesn't work like that with everybody you know some people that's all they know right some people they just they haven't had that proper guidance or they just have that insecurity and it and it just kills me because i'm just like golly like so many people deserve so much more and and to be the side chick the side dude it's just in the end it's not worth it it's not this is my takeaway rick you asked me you asked me earlier what my takeaway from this was yeah share it i'm gonna tell you stepping into my 40s i have never felt more powerful and i have always been a person even right now that i'm sitting in this chair i'm in the chair you're in um, my chair. I am in your well, she chair. actually is in one of my. We are in the salon. We are in the salon, and she is in one of my salon chairs. I am. Literally. <laughs> Confessing. In the hot seat. Uh, in the hot seat. So I, I have always wanted to tell this to women to use myself as an example. Um, I have many, I have made myself many examples through my whole entire lifetime. But this one was the most powerful because it really showed me what I was capable of, and it showed me what I was incapable of. And it showed a dark side of myself that I never knew existed. A greedy mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. And it's, it comes down to that I want and I deserve. I I feel like women need to hear the truth. And they need to be told upfront and personal. You are not anything that needs to be on the side, honey. You are the prime rib. You are the main course. You are mm-hmm. the one. But for yourself. For not yourself. For anyone not for, else. Right. You don't do it for anyone else but you. Right. And if you have little eyes watching you, if you have children, if you have littles, set an example for them. Shame on me, right? I, I've been in that scenario. Of course, my children don't know. Well, now they do, honey. Well, now they do, honey. They're <laughs> yeah, on full they're, blast. They're grown. They're grown. You better block now. their Facebook. Um, I keep it real with them 150% because I want them to learn from my mistakes. And I want them to realize the future, including women and, and young men. That you don't need to resort to anything like this because it's not going to get you anywhere. You're going to be chasing your tail. Yeah. Like, like Coachella. Yes. Uh, Coachella is my dog, guys, by the way. She is. <laughs> You'll a hear ma- more from her. Yeah. <laughs> she's a, she is my little multi poo and she is a hot mess. So, yes. yeah. But yeah, she's you don't want to be like her chasing your tail. Yes, that's for she's sure. Still a puppy. Grow from your experiences mm-hmm. and learn and share it with other women. Yeah. If you have the opportunity, like I do now, thank you. To share your story, share it because it's so important to other people. Someone else is going to hear this and say, you know what, Jen, I'm putting my fist up right now. I'm putting mm-hmm. my foot down yeah. and I'm going to end this story. And this, is a, this is empowerment. It you is. know, I hear in our next segment, guys, because we, <laughs> you know, I hear this word so much floating in 2019, 2018, women empowerment, women empowerment, yes. empowerment, empowerment, empowerment. And that's okay. And, and I'm for women empowerment. You know, don't get me wrong, but... I think that term is used very loosely and I think it's used very loosely from individuals that aren't being very empowering because mm. they're not being real. Right. You know what I mean? They're not even being real themselves. Ooh, so just by yourself. saying women empowerment doesn't mean that you're being empowering. No. It's you not- got to set the example, share your mistakes, share your experiences. Yes. That is being empowering. It's more than a hashtag. Yes. It's it more is than more a than a hashtag. Yep. It's a movement. It's and a movement. It starts with us, mm-hmm. people that have the ability. To and that's an all. And that's an all guy, yes, girl empowerment. Period. Empowerment. Period. Yes. Take care of yourself. Self care. That's my new walking into twenty twenty. It's all about self care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wish this person the very best. I wish their spouse the very best. Love and light. It's time to move on. Mama's got a new book to write, yeah. honey. And, that and that's really- okay. And you know what? That also comes with being selfish. It's yeah. okay to be selfish. I'm a selfish person. Mm. I, the older I've gotten, I become more selfish. Because let me tell you what. Anybody that knows me knows that I don't play. No. no. <laughs> and Ooh. I do not play. Mm. And number two, 
when I think something is wrong, it is wrong. And that's it. And I'm done. I'm done. I'm not going to play with it. I'm not going to entertain it. Mm -hmm. Because if it's not for you, then it's just not for you. It's against you. It's against you. Mm. Perfect. We're not against each other. We need no. to be for each other, for thyself. Yes. yes. To thine own self be true, Shakespeare. Right. Okay, are you ready for this she's literature? Right. She's ready for the poem. Here's your, uh, starlight, star bright. Roses uh, are red, <laughs> violets are blue. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, oh we, we could just go on and on and on. Let's this is, get another we, wine. We cannot. How about you? Uh, wh- <laughs> <laughs> we get another cocktail in here, please? Thank you. Where's Leo? <laughs> Where's Leo? Okay. We need him. <laughs> we had dinner tonight before our podcast, and we had it at a little Mexican restaurant next door, guys. If you're in San Antonio, it's called La Mission. Mm-hmm. It's off of Blanco, and we uh, were I, it was the, the staff was nice yes leo was great leo was nice he was sicilian mexican he loved him some gin he oh what he did love you stop he loved some gin that's what happened with the chef next door let's not get it's another podcast but the, the chef, chef next door is also married yeah and so then said, no brussels sprouts <laughs> 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 yeah, we walked out of there. Uh-uh, we ran No, out. but honestly, we, we were um, having dinner. Where was I going with that? That we were having um, dinner? Yeah, and we were talking, to, and Leo came up. So we, yeah, he was. He kept the drinks flowing. Oh, yeah, he kept the drinks flowing. So we, we, we were, that's where I was going. We already had some, we had a cute, two little margaritas there. Margaritas weren't bad. They were cute. They were cute. You, but you upgraded them. But I did. I got, Pat- I got Patron. Okay, so let's, speaking of you, let's talk about where you're going. Oh, okay, guys. So right now, so like this was, y'all have gotten a, a, a small little glimpse of this podcast, right? <laughs> Very tiny, guys. So if you're entertained now, you're really going to be entertained and wild later. Um, so Jen and I were like, you know what? We have to do it this week because Thursday is today when I'm launching it. Yes. Um, but actually today is Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, Tuesday evening. Taco and Tuesday. so, Taco Tuesday. And we, well, we didn't have tacos. No, we had, well, I had, well, I had a, whatever. Okay. Anyways. So anyway, <laughs> um, I, we decided that, hey, let's launch this. She is going to Vegas. Yes. And I'm leaving to Cabo for my birthday, and she is going with her bestie, Suzette, which many of you all know, um, to Vegas, and she's going to have a good old time. She's going to see Janet Jackson and be, Janet Jackson and be nasty. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and so I'm going to Cabo, so we thought, you know what, let's get this done, get it aired, and post it on Thursday, and then just have a good old time. So, okay. um, so next week, we are going to have a complete different kind of topic. I think we're going to um, talk about dating apps. Yes. It's so important. This, this one. Is the next step. This is the next step. So <laughs> things are kind of going to like backtrack, go back and back and forth. Just to give you a little glimpse. So I have, this is all I'm going to tell y'all, okay? Because this one's really <laughs> juicy. So again, we always hear about the men. But I have a woman that would get on dating apps to look for men <laughs> to take their virginity. I cannot. Yep. Here we go. You heard it. Yeah. And that's where, I, that's where we're leaving it. But in that... <laughs> We're going to talk about dating apps and, and the kinds of people that are out there and things like that. So yes. it's going to be very entertaining and, and all that. So um, we want to thank you guys. so, And hopefully Jen and I have some good stories from Vegas and Cabo. Oh, I always have a good story of something, you know. So oh, I'll hey. have to, <laughs> you know, you know, stories follow me and I'm hey. a great storyteller. Evidently. Hello. Thank you. So um, but we will be back next week. And so we want to thank you guys so much for just yes. like tuning 
tuning in and hopefully you got something from this or you killed time. You're listening to this at the gym, on your way to work, whatever the case is. But like I said, this is just a very, very, very small glimpse, guys, of of the things that we're going to talk about and bring to the table and be very real and very raw and, and um, you know, and no harm. Like it's all... Pure so and love and and realness because we lack so much of it in today's society. So um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And it this just actually feels unreal, but it feels so natural. Like yes. I don't even feel like I'm working, quote unquote, if no. you will. <laughs> it just it <laughs> it crazy. just became so. I mean, right now I'm looking at our podcast and I'm like, thirty nine minutes. By that. This is a phone I feel like this is a phone conversation. I feel like it was like 10 minutes we were talking. Yeah. Until I look down right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much for listening to my story. I hope you take something away from it and positive. And advice. thank you for sharing that. It takes yeah. a lot to share stuff like that and be very real. It I truly like does. A ton of bricks is waved off my shoulder. Good. Yeah, I do. Well, let's Thank put you. more bricks back on. Oh, bye. <laughs> she don't need no more weight, honey. She don't need no more weight. Okay. All right, guys. We love you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will talk next week with Hair Tea. And we are going to uh, keep the juices flowing. Oh, oh <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. Take bye. care. Hope everybody has a fabulous Thursday and a great weekend. And stay tuned next week. Much love, guys. Bye. Bye.